Good morning, Triple H 100.1 FM listeners. That was the gorgeous Michael Ben Hayen with Suave Connections, my title music. I love starting the uh, show with him every week. It just sets the tone for a funky show. And today is no exception. I have got Jodie Eyre and Emma Spencer with me talking about youth flicks. They're both from the Wattleseed Healing Centre. We're going to have them in the uh, studio in just a few minutes. But um, let's start off by telling you a little bit about Stay in the Loop with Lucy because I've been on my Christmas break and it feels like it's been such a long time. Um, This is a show that covers health and well-being through connection to people, people in our community and people beyond who share with us their experiences, their choices and consequences and regardless of age, their innate wisdom. By discerning and getting a sense of what is transferable from what these guests share, we can then choose to apply the relevant aspects in our lives and in our community and develop programs that found a more sustainable, loving and heartfelt way to be with each other, thereby improving our physical and mental health. So this week's show is on... um, children and the media, how we can support children watching movies as well as listening to the news, watching the news, hearing the news, reading the news. My two guests, as I said before, are Jodie Eyre and Emma Spencer. Jodie has been working in the mental health industry for seven years in total, working in support and intake uh, and management as a co-facilitator and as a counsellor. She's uh, currently developing her own group programs for community organisations and is starting to deliver her own seminars as well. Um, background is a cert for in business and legal services, so a bit of a change there. Uh, youth um, and adult mental health first aid certificates and um, currently st- uh, completing a bachelor in counselling. So that is going to keep you super busy welcome Jody. hello thanks for having me you're most you're most welcome in the studio today and emma uh welcome emma emma is a clinical psychologist who specializes in mindful based therapy modalities she's practiced in the field of clinical psychology for 14 years specializes in uh, children and adolescents as well as um, adult psychopathology which we'll go into that a little bit later it was my challenge how i was going to say psychopathology this morning without tripping Um, emma is trained in a number of evidence-based therapies including cbt act dbt i have no idea what any of those stand for but emma will tell us a little bit later as well as art and play therapies um very, I was very pleased to read that she's licensed in one, two, three magic and emotion coaching because I used that with my children, oh, 20 years ago now. Shocking. Um, I spent several years in corporate psychology preparing and delivering training, which we'll talk about that, Emma, but I suspect there was not much difference between corporate psychology and children's psychology, but I won't plant, I'll just plant the seed, won't completely write it um she spent several years there yeah uh, emma is has also spent a number of years in roles developing group therapy programs for both private and public holidays welcome hello lovely to have you yes look both of you 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 have a a wealth of experience and i love the fact that uh you've come together to um found a program that you can see obviously a calling for in your practice uh, and, and a service to the community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the program's called Youth Flicks. Would mm-hmm. you like to kind of jump straight in? Tell us about it. Because I have to explain to the listeners, 
if you've seen our Facebook page, you will know that Jodie and Emma are sitting here in Pikachu and uh, Stitch, Stitch, Stitch yes. um, onesies. <laughs> Summer onesies, I hasten to add, with a 40-degree day. Yes, thankfully. But they look fantastic and they're trying to raise money for this uh, this program to go ahead so that it can be free of charge for the young people attending. So, Emma, why don't you kick off? Tell me a little bit about why you felt there was a need. Um, so, um, a couple of years ago, so the program itself, really, the reason why I'm, I decided to run it from our centre um, came about through a personal reason, actually, is my, um, I have a young stepdaughter who's um, an adolescent and she, um, she was having a really tough time a couple of years ago. And so I was looking in the community for uh, a bit of a program for her where she could connect with I suppose, peers, whether they had mental health issues or not, it it wasn't sort of relevant. And all I could sort of come up with um, were kind of church-based youth groups, which are wonderful, wonderful places. But um, for some kids who aren't necessarily involved with the church or aren't kind of, you know, from that kind of culture, I suppose you could call it, they can feel a bit intimidating, maybe not the right fit for them. Um, And And they simply won't go, will they? No, they don't. Because I've tried to encourage, yeah. Yeah, and, and... the, the the youth programs run by the churches they're wonderful and it's not they're not pushing a product or anything like that but it can sort of feel that way a little bit and for kids who you know a lot of the kids already know each other from church and it can be hard for an outsider to kind of come into Absolutely. that and anyway so uh, I was sort of coming up a little bit blank in terms of anywhere to sort of support her or not even support her just for her to go to connect with people um, her age and so. I kind of hearkened back to a little bit earlier in my career where I was working in a community centre and we were running a very similar program to YouthFlix. It's something that I um, developed with a colleague of mine um, and it was using film as a way of bringing together um, kids from our centre who would attend our centre for individual therapy or with their parents so that they could come together in a group um, and, and have an opportunity to kind of connect socially but where we could also use use the films we were showing and use our experience in mental health and training to provide tools or a forum for discussion of youth issues. It was, um, that was, that was kind of the idea. So we actually used to even, we used to run it on a Friday once a month, we'd go around with our community bus and pick the kids up from their home even. So, um, it was a really wonderful program and I thought to myself, well, no one's doing this in the Hornsby community and maybe I could and I, I'm pretty passionate about running programs and helping people out. It's kind of the driver why I became a psychologist. So, um, yeah, that's really where it sort of came from, a personal, a, a personal need in our family really um, that I thought, you know, my daughter's not the only kid. No, well said, Emma. Mm. It's true and, and one represents the many, yeah. which is why I always say that there's no question is a silly question because if you're thinking of it, someone else is as well. Yeah, and if we need it, probably somebody else Absolutely. does need it too. So that's really where it came from. So um, I've kind of adapted the model a little bit because obviously we're in a p- private practice um, and it's something which we really want to run for free, which is why we're kind of here in our onesies. We've got a onesie challenge at the moment. So we're really hoping that people might chip in and help us out so that we can do that. So when, when it was sort of all coming together, 
Jodie was already working for me um, in an admin kind of capacity, but we've worked together for a long time and I know her passion is, is with adolescents as well and young people. And so I said to her, you know, do you feel like you'd like to maybe run this? And she said, sure. I was so excited. (laughs) Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Because as you say, if that's your passion and that's where you see yourself, you know, going, Mm -hmm. um, then why not? Why not start? And the programs are clever because you get people in groups and people sometimes feel more comfortable in groups than as a one-to-one. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, they're going to be choosing a film. Basically what happens is the, the young people come together and we brainstorm some kind of relevant issues that they might be having and yeah. we we put together some films that we could show and it could be as simple as them coming just watching the film and just yes. hanging out with some other young people if yeah. that's all that they wanted to get out of it yeah but then we would discuss the themes in the film people could talk about that at a superficial level or you know what that meant for them or in their family or their experience and then you know Jodie being experienced in mental health and youth mental health would be able to you know maybe give some skills or tips or education um so that they're kind of walking away feeling not just that they've come and socialized but they feel a bit empowered and supported and yeah connect connected Connected, i mean connection is just the biggest thing i think with with our young people connection um because i think especially today with um, social media you know kids have hundreds of people on their Facebook pages, hundreds of friends, but I don't know if a lot of them are connections. And that's what I'd really like in, in Youth Flex is that the kids come and they feel connected, supported. Yeah. That's something that I'm noticing a lot is the ver- the uh, translation of the word connection is changing. Mm. You know, they, they think that they're connected when they're connected online, but then when they get in a relationship, one-to-one relationship with people, they don't necessarily know how to be with that other person, whether it's a, um, a romantic relationship or a girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, you know, just um, may, it might be a platonic friendship. They just don't know how to develop the longer sentences, the, the deeper connection, the more intimate conversations that have nothing to do with, um, with sexual relations. No. The intimacy is yeah. about sharing things that are personal to you that help you actually... Um, share a connection that is deeper, I guess, than the, the casual um, surface-level relationships that we might have in other areas of our lives. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of connected teens who are actually very lonely. Yes. Mm. And that's what's at the kind of root of their suffering. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have some uh, community service announcements now, and then we're going to have a um, a new song by Deborah Saverin, Let My Heart Lead the Way, which I thought was pretty appropriate as we start today. So I... Thank you for listening in. Stay in the loop with Lucy and you are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM. Deborah Saverin there and a gorgeous rendition of Let My Heart Lead the Way. Great job. Um, Lovely to have you back. You are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay in the Loop with Lucy. I have got Emma and Jodie in the studio with me. Hello. Hello. They are from Wattleseed Healing Centre and we've been talking about their their upcoming program called Youth Flicks, which they are sitting here in onesies trying to uh, figure out what they're going to, um, 
how they're going to raise the funds to make this program available free of charge, which I think is a, a fantastic idea because it opens it up to, to more young people, which would be great. Now, should we talk about the kind of themes and the kind of movies that you might cover? Jodie, yes, would yes. you like to tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what sort of themes you might be covering mm-hmm. and the sort of movies that, you, uh, that, that might come up to illustrate those themes? Sure, sure. So um, a couple of subjects that would be really important for youth would maybe be um, acceptance and being true to yourself um, and how hard it is to, re- to be who you are in the world that's out there today um you know so gender issues as well um yeah um that's a really good point the being yourself in the world today yes you've got so much social media how much are you true to yourself or how much are you putting forward an image that you think someone will like and someone will accept more than that actually who you are, which gets you into a bit of a pickle when you actually don't know which person is true you know, in a number mm. of situations. Mm. So what um, what are some of the movies that might illustrate that or could start a conversation around that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I think even going back to uh, Greece would be one. Um, so you've got, you know, Sandy and Danny. They're the two main characters, as yeah. we all know. But um, in, in the ending, um, Sandy quite conforms to what she thinks Danny is going to like in a girl. Even taking up smoking. That's right. That's right, which is something she was very much against. Yeah, um, yeah and she's in a leather suit and she was very much in a nice petty skirt and things beforehand. Um, and then also on the opposite side, how Danny confer- conforms to how she think, how he thinks she wants him to be. Yeah. So he comes in, in the school blazer and is, you know, a little bit more of, of um, a go-getter in, in social terms. Um, yeah, rather than just, you know, hanging out with his friends and, and building cars, which is what he wanted to do. Yeah. All the way through that movie, there's that tension of trying to hold on to being themselves, isn't yes. there? And the pull of being mocked by their friends, mm-hmm. which I think Sandy held on to for longer. Mm-hmm. He denied her. I mean, Danny denied, you know, that yeah. he would that he wanted to be with Sandy, which clearly was very painful for her. Mm. But um, I think that was an image thing too, wasn't it? Yes. It was just about being cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, God cool Hmm. Um, I'm sure that was covered in another movie um, High School Musical yes Mm. I think there was that issue about being cool and not you know not being wanting to be seen with the girl who was you know more square yeah yeah Mm. Or the boy, you know. I mean, it goes both ways round. Yes, uh, definitely. School, from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about uh, things like Mean Girls? That's that's really very much about trying to fit in, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah, and even even just that. I mean, bullying is a big topic in psychology in schools these days, and Mean Girls is a pretty good mm. um, example of you know some of the the pressures and the the judgment that. I mean, it focuses on girls, but also with boys that happen in schools an opportunity for for young people to talk about you know mean girls obviously being a bit of a caricature but also really true to life Mm -hmm. um lots lots of stress to be a certain way and behave in a certain way um for fear of yeah rejection Mm -hmm. and that goes that hits right at the core of our human nature isn't it that's that need for social acceptance or being kicked out of the tribe and that's it dying off in in the wilderness that's it so we'll um, do anything to to be accepted and mm. remain part of the core group absolutely Mm. and i don't 
know if young people actually realise that's where that hits for them um, and that it is so, it's, it's a survival instinct. Yes. Um, I think it's important for parents to understand that as well. I do quite a few programs with parents to help them understand why their children choose the friends they do when in our eyes we can see that they're a bad influence. That, you know, trying to understand that for a young person it is life and death. It mm. isn't about, you know, just conforming to what your parents are. They're, they are programmed. Teenagers are programmed to independency. Yeah. They're programmed to detach from that group. So when when they pick the wrong crowd in a way, you know, the perceived wrong crowd, if that crowd is accepting them for who they are or the face that they have put forward as who they are, then the thought of that being rejected would just be too much to walk away from sometimes. Absolutely. Overwhelming. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Mean Girls is also really good because I think it can start the conversation about our personal responsibility. Yes. You know, there cannot be everybody as a victim. No. No. You know, we have to have some who are the perpetrators Mm -hmm. and they may be unwitting perpetrators, but uh, a little bit of honesty and responsibility and we could turn bullying around actually quite simply. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Big conversation, hey? Mm. Um, What about something like Juno? Tell me about what themes are in that. Uh, I think at the very, I mean, obviously it's about teenage pregnancies. It kind of hits you in the face, but more subtly, I mean, there's so so many themes in Juno. It's such a beautiful film. Um, And really what I see is, is about young people and sexuality and and they're developing those intimate relationships and what that might look like there's you know there's Juno and 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 the her you know partner or young fellow who gets her pregnant um but then there's the older fellow Justin Bateman's um Jason Bateman's character who you know relationship starts to form you know, between them. Um, And I think that's a really good indication or a really good um, way of discussing with young people about, you know, relationships and boundaries and, and, you know, what's okay and what isn't and how you set your boundaries and your limits. Um, I I, I find that young people aren't very good at that necessarily. Again, um, being so young, not knowing how to set those boundaries and also worrying about if I do set this boundary, what does that then mean for my acceptance with this mm. person or, you know, people in general, um, potential boyfriends or girlfriends mm. or whatever it is. There's a, you know, a lot of alarming evidence these days which indicates particularly girls are um, being asked to do things which they're not ready for and nor do they want to it's it's got to do a little bit with the availability of porn Mm. um that that young boys are looking at and being trained into thinking this is normal so Mm. that's why i like juno as a way of kind of um talking about yes intimacy intimate relationships sexuality exploring that um and and then also moving on from that uh, about your sexuality and and what's okay for you and what isn't and and you know what you're into and what you're not and Mm. you know is it boys girls girls boys both whatever um so although it it seems on the surface it's just a a movie about a 
teenage pregnancy is so much to so much important stuff that you can cover yeah mm. amazing and in a safe environment to be able to do that that's yeah. crucial isn't it yeah, yeah and that's you know our center such a lovely little warm place um and jody's such a lovely friendly friendly face <laughs> yeah what a team it'll be it'll be um yeah hard not to feel comfortable i think yeah. yeah, porn's a, a, a really interesting one and I'm I'm going to do a whole show on it because I actually think it's a massive problem. Mm-hmm. It is, um, yes. It's under the radar of being a problem. We, we um, It's warping all sense of what's normal in a relationship and I come across a lot of young women who actually wouldn't have done what they were asked to do but they're also, they're also um, playing a role during that those intimate relations because they think that that's what the partner wants yes, yes. and you know again movies like 50 shades of gray do not help that no. because no. they put out that it's a woman being empowered and i fundamentally disagree with that you know yeah. it it isn't it isn't a woman being empowered to play a role it you know a woman being herself stunning Yes. And a young girl growing into a woman knowing that that actually is what's the most attractive thing. I reckon that's the conversation we need to have with our young people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I even think it's, you know, it's unhelpful for young women, but I think it's even more unhelpful for young boys yeah. because they're being exposed to things that they think are normal. Yes. That that's an okay thing to be doing and that sex is something, I mean, sex is fun. Really, I mean, it's great. People Mm. should enjoy having sex. Yeah, and so should young people safely. Yeah, (laughs) Um, safely, safely, safely. safely. (laughs) Um, But if 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 you're, I guess you're being taught about sex is an act and an action, and it's for physical pleasure. I mean, what what foundations is that laying for this young man? Yeah, and his intimacy with a partner, whether that be male or female. Yes, throughout his life. Yes, and that is is where. I'm really, really concerned. I mm. think that porn is doing damage oh. just mm. on both sides. I agree. But it's, it's also not like that with, in a, in a male-female relationship with young people. that the Girls are under the impression that sex should be to please him. Yes. You know, and it's very much an act where both should feel connected and both should feel pleasure and fun yes. and, and safe and, and, and yeah, it's very much a jointed feeling like that. But, yeah, a lot of young girls out there really do think about having to Please Play, and please pleasure. him and, yeah. and, you know, oh, so he doesn't say, he doesn't think that I'm bad. And actually yeah. the, the boys, what that does to the young men is they think that that's normal and that's what should happen. That's right. So they don't equally learn how to give back. That's right. And how to, um, how it's a mutual thing. It, it's very true. We underestimate the harm it does to boys. Um, I mean, I we see it in the girls a lot. Yes. But with, um, and, and I would be... I would not be surprised if we saw that the statistics, I'm pretty sure I've seen something similar, but the statistics for domestic violence mm. going up at a young age and an unwanted sex going up at a young age yep. with a, an increase in use of porn, mm. which they're starting to document now. We're starting mm. to get the outcome of some of these. Yeah, I think there was an article saying um, sex before kissing. Yes. You know, like the, these the girls are, are taught to have sex before they're having their first kiss. Yes. You know, and, and that's, wow, it should be it should be a progressive thing, you know, yeah. and it should be, you should feel comfortable to want to wanna take that next step with your partner or your boyfriend or, yeah. you know, and, and definitely not feel that pressure no. of having to perform behind closed doors rather than just yeah. a, a simple kiss, you know. I was amazed when I did the show on International Men's Day. 
how sensitive a lot of these adult men are from uh, foundations that were laid in teenage life that are still some of them unresolved mm. and how they feed a lot of the behavior that you see in them as adults but they the roots are in teenagers which is probably why I work with teenagers because yeah. I keep thinking you know we have the potential to change the next generation by mm. getting them to see what amazing young people they are yeah. and, and teaching them how to hold on to that yeah. regardless of what and how much on. better their world can be when they're just themselves yes yes yes, yes. yeah well there was one young person who came in and said that uh, one of their taglines for um, anxiety was be yourself because everyone else is taken. That's right. Oh, yeah, great. Exactly. It's a good little No one. one's better at being you than you. Yeah, love it. Yeah. That's got to be Tigger or Poo, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I, I should really be quoting them. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's whoever did be. say that is amazing. But yes, it's, it's very something very true to me. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. Well, and yeah, there we go. All right, let's have some more community service announcements. And then when we come back, let's, um, let's go into a few more movies and then maybe we'll take it into... Um, the bigger picture of the news and how we cope with the the events that we're seeing um, as adults that we're slightly um, anxious about, but how different organisations report the news. All of that after this. Uh, you're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. Rather inappropriate song there, Daniel Powter and Bad Day on Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay in the Loop with Lucy. Welcome back. I have and Raised all week you're yes, wearing Yes, all week, piece. even though despite this massive heat wave we are having, th- thankfully we have summer ones, as we mentioned before. But um, yes, we're trying to drive awareness and, and create um, a little bit of funding from people, maybe even sponsorship for us to wear our onesies. Yeah, if so. there's a business out there that would uh, like to support you. Yes, that would be absolutely amazing amazing yes, yes yeah we, we figured um we're not even looking for that much to be honest no. we're looking for i think we figured 250 dollars a month yeah so our goal is 2500 so and we have 50 dollars <laughs> So, okay. yeah, we, we went through a little bit of a, a thing last week. We were so disheartened because we have really not received much donations towards this program and we're so passionate about delivering it. So, um, yeah, that's when we came up with the onesies and we just thought, you know what, let's just go with it, even if we have to put it back a month in order to, to have more time to yes. get those funds together. But, yes. yeah, we, we will not stop until we get funding for yeah, this because it it's a really huge need. It's a good it's a good idea. So, yeah, maybe dropping, maybe trying to get your little community where you you're working to actually put their hands in their pocket for a local business. Yes, mm. that's that's would be amazing. It yeah, would. yeah. And we'll actually be out in Westfield Shopping Centre after the show today. Oh yes. So we'll yes. Be wandering around taking photos of ourselves. Yes. So in your you onesies in different yeah. places. Uh, if you want to come I have and to meet go us. to Kmart too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Kmart. <laughs> Good plan. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you out there. Now let's um let's keep on the movie. Uh, the movie theme. Mm-hmm. Um, what when we look at what's going on in the world today, quite freaky. Mm. Uh, it's very different. You know, we um, we have leaders of our world telling us that um, global warming is all in our minds and it's mm. all a conspiracy. And yet, yesterday we were at forty-five degrees in Sydney, mm. and that's probably one of the cooler places. When you think of Australia, you don't think of Sydney as being the hottest. Then you've got Western Australia having incredible floods. Mm. You've got Europe having 
um, cold snaps mm. that are killing people, mm. um, that are, uh, you know, snow, snow dumps that are just debilitating all sorts of uh, primary function resources. And that's just in Europe and Australia. That doesn't even cover Siberia, Russia, you know, all of those countries that you think of as cold doesn't cover the North and South Pole. So um, that's climate change. Then you've got the number of refugees that are on the move and man's inhumanity to man. How do we support young people to have faith and trust you know, when you see the suicide rates going up for young people, how do we tell them? I mean, you touched on it earlier about mm. being the change you want to yes. see in the world, living that change yes. for yourself. Are there movies that can um, help you connect to knowing that you can be Superman? I mean, maybe Superman's one of them, but that you have that bit inside you that can change the world. Yeah, so when when I started the program in the community um what comes to mind is is the first film that we showed it was our choice to show because we thought what are we going to show these kids for this first session before we've discussed themes and we chose Lord of the Rings and the reason that we chose that was um we sort of wanted to talk about the hero within because we were bringing together a group of children who I mean they would you know would describe themselves as misfits or losers or, you know, these words that they used. Um, so so how, how do you as a regular little human um, find that hero within and find that spirit? And so we chose Lord of the Rings to... Um, uh, to kind of vehicle that and it was it was amazing discussion it was a pretty long session actually but the kids really really enjoyed it and and what came out of that was discussions around you know you've got this group of different characters with different strengths from different backgrounds all coming together um you know for this this one sort of cause i suppose um you know the the good really uh, and I, I think I think that is absolutely what the world is like I think that if you walk out onto the street at any time of day and go up to sort of 10 people most of those people are just lovely regular yes. they want the best for others yes the, the world is actually not a bad place no it can be a little bit scary there are really not nice things going on around and there are people doing not nice things but fundamentally the big proportion of humans, just want to get along and yes. want to come together and want to work together to have meaningful, happy lives, really. Mm. And that's what came out of the discussion from The Lord of the Rings and that's really fundamentally what I think is important for young people to know because there is so much sensationalised news mm. in all forms of the media. Yes. Um, and really all that's about is um, watch my show so... Yeah, my people can make the money. That's <laughs> so. right. So I can sell the ad space. It, what you're saying there is is really interesting. The, there's a an element of it that uh, when we watch that news and when we get that image of the world, what it does to you, I'll say me, is go, oh, I'm I'm going to have to protect myself. I'm going to have to, you know, not be quite as open as I might want mm. to be. So not you, just others. It does. It, does. it creates fear. Mm. You shut yourself off from the world. And then it's a self-perpetuating cycle. Other people feel you shut off. They shut off too. And in a young person's life, that's where you become the misfit because, you know, you all of a sudden withdraw. They watch you withdraw. They think you have issues. And all of a sudden you're an outcast. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it happens so fast. And then you take that into adult life. 
And there are lots of coping mechanisms because they feel inadequate because they're not really fitting in. They had a traumatic childhood. You know, it's really interesting to see the trajectory for where the, that withdrawing from life goes. Oh, absolutely. I, and I, I even find, um, you know, our slogan in Australia for our safety, border patrol kind of thing is be alert, not alarmed. Yeah. Well, I don't want to walk around being alert to no. every single human that I see. Well, I, imagine I think, that on your nervous system. Like no. your adrenals are going to be exhausted within minutes. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of subtle things that, gets fed to us and I think it's really important for young people to know that to know that what what is that message about and yeah it is important for us to be aware of you know even just in relationships you know but at some stage we you know to connect with others we do need to be vulnerable Mm. yeah I love that word Mm. and in the vulnerability you feel again you you sense so you open up that sense that actually is part of your sight your hearing your smell your taste but it's a sense of feeling and then you'll get the warning sign that you need to be aware or you'll you'll get oh i need to pay attention here but if you don't if you shut off that feeling and that vulnerability you you lose that you sense. lose that you mm. do you have like too many guards up so you, then you are surprised when someone behaves badly whereas if you'd been vulnerable you would have picked up that they they're not going to treat you to the level that you want to be treated and you wouldn't put yourself in that situation Mm. absolutely yeah fascinating um i'm just going to do a couple of community service announcements but they're going to be very quick you're not going to get any music listeners because we have too much to share so stay tuned go put the kettle on if you need to and we'll be back in about three minutes stay in the loop with lucy on triple h 100.1 fm we're back in the studio we have emma and jody sitting opposite me welcome back I'll turn your mics on. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What are we now? We're nearly an hour. Clearly the brain is uh, addling a little. Um, Let's let's, uh, slip straight back in. We were talking about media's interpretation of the news on our mental and our physical health because one clearly affects the other. How um, how do you see that being translated? We had a conversation off-air about the different types of sensational or how they can sensationalize them. Do you feel that it's important for us to make young people aware and have that conversation about how news can be seen in two different ways? And I guess, do you have any experience that could illustrate that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. They, they really need to be aware of how things can be, um, I don't want to use the word manipulated, but but they that. are manipulated the, yes, though, aren't they? Yes, that's yeah. right, you know, to, to you know, favour either one side of the story and I think it really needs to change. We just need to be given the facts. Everybody has different opinions, everybody has different ideas and that's what makes us great mm-hmm. and, you know, if we all come together we can compromise a way to make things better and really move forward but if these, you know, news kept being sensationalised, we're not given that chance to make an informed opinion on our own we're, we're basically being told what to think um and from a teen point of view or a youth point of view that can be really scary um and really confronting as well yeah so when we have our media and they are um uh, financially reliant on viewers mm-hmm. through the sales of their ads which yeah. is what happens with a lot of commercial stations um you're vying for viewers 
it's about your bottom line. Mm. So you've got to work out the best way to get those viewers in, just like yeah. magazines have to find the best way to sell. So they have to make them look as attractive as possible. So yes. sticking with television, they're going to have to have promos that make people go, oh, that looks good. Yeah. I definitely, oh, there's a, there's someone scamming. I definitely want to want, look at that. And the, you know, the most outrageous angle that they can get, the better. Mm. The most sensational words they can use, the better. Yeah, yeah. ratings, ratings, ratings. I mm. think also from a, a, even a more global perspective is, you know, the media is used by individuals to push agenda. Mm. It absolutely is. And if you can keep a population fearful, then they're, you know, a lot easier to manipulate. And I think these are the kinds of things that, you know, it's important for young people to know. Yeah. We don't probably need to be this scared. No. <laughs> and that, that whole thing about the refugees, let's, let's manipulate that story so that we can be fearful of them coming mm. into our country. I mean, you know, it's the, the most topical is uh, Donald Trump having the ban on anyone going into Australia from particular countries but the countries that are not on the list he's doing business with and the and the and the majority he's not calling it a Muslim ban but mm, it's pretty mm. difficult not to see it as that mm. but the fear that he's created around these human beings that are so similar I mean they're exactly the same as us we're human beings oh yeah that's our people. collective we're people so uh, it's actually, it's actually such a manipulation, and mm. we have to be incredibly discerning, yeah. not to get sucked into that fear. Yeah, yeah. And yet, we are having this conversation in Sydney. We're interested. We're connected. We probably read more than one source on a particular story. Yeah. If you only get one source of media or you really like a particular presenter and they have an agenda talk show host who just has you know and they're employed on their opinions mm-hmm. uh, and the more sensational the better that's that's terrifying mm. absolutely yeah 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 i think we need to be smarter in in the outlets of news that we watch and that we associate with um yeah i mean there's definitely sources out there that do purely just give the facts and it's about being wise and choosing to listen to those rather than the ones that that are all about ratings and you know using since you know making things worse or different because they're just looking for ratings and I I think also I mean this we're in the digital age now so we're talking about paid media or we're talking about you know media that are organizations networks Uh, social media these days if you if you've got your iPhone you can film anything yeah and so that happened early last year uh, with Harambe, the gorilla, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that... With that in, child in, in, in the, the past, oh, in the past, the that opinions. might have been reported. You know, a child fell in with gorilla, yeah. gorilla shot, and that could have been it. But children have watched that, have watched that clip. Yeah. And that, can, because there is no controls over social media no. and, and what, I mean, they sort of say there are, but, you know, that's freely available. And um, so my, my son came home distressed because his teacher had had to address it at school. He didn't know about it, but he had nightmares just from the teacher having to explain to the class because kids had come to school distressed so she sort of was trying to damage control but mm. just watching what what your children are exposed to and what they're seeing and yeah. um it's it's a pretty pretty 
yeah important thing to do in this digital yeah. digital age yeah and teaching young people everybody really mainly young people about what they're sharing as well what personal videos and things they're sharing as well and what effects that that is going to have yes. on other people yeah, yeah. I uh, know my middle child was really affected by the Twin Towers. Yes, yeah, And she was really young when it happened, but I had it on in the car and I didn't think that they were listening. I thought they were so young, but I just, I was, I was cho- shocked and yeah. traumatized by yeah. what I was hearing and same having it on at home. And I had no idea that it would affect her the way it did. Mm. But when they went through it in class and it was part of a... Um, part of our homework to understand what had happened and to understand how the media had handled it. She was re-traumatized and oh, the way wow. she was thinking and the way she was talking about it, we needed to support her. So funnily enough, we happened to be going to New York. So we went to uh, Ground Zero and we went to the memorials and you could see her um, heal. And um, she's never yeah. been the same way since. She's she's come to terms with it and come become you know come to peace with it, but I, I had no clue. And you know, not everybody's going to have the option to to go and see the healing that's in place and that you know how the city is managed or that that people love more than hate. You know, mm. you have to. We need to we need to put that on the news as well. We do. As the facts well, of that's what's what going the on. Problem is, isn't yeah. it? Is that the news is really doom and gloom it really is and there's a lot more nice stuff there are private organizations out there wanting to do community stuff for free like seriously there's a lot more good in the world yeah there is not like one one i really like recently was that um the fisher the fisherman that put his ad on gumtree because he his partner his fishing partner um was he, he passed away yeah. and he didn't have anybody to fish with anymore. And this lovely guy actually ended up taking him um, on, a tri- on a massive fishing trip wow. and he's caught a big fish. And that's the stuff I want to hear. Yes. You know, that's, that's the stuff I want to Yes, I need the facts as well and yeah. I want to know what's going on. But that's but the, the stuff. Fact, hey, the yeah, facts, hey, the facts. The facts, yeah, yeah. But it's funny, when it's a good story like that, they tend to just give facts. You know, yes. but when it's something that's you know quite a hot topic like the twin towers, yeah. it's a lot more than yeah. facts, and they it gets gets given a lot more time mm. as well. So yeah, mm. give more time to the or give equal time for yes. the good and the bad. For the good and the bad, and just give facts. Let's have more have some love bug stories up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not not oh please not all Valentine's Day uh, mushy slush. We've yeah. got to have. Love that does not related to a corporate yeah. uh, marketing yeah. organization. Yeah, my, love, my husband actually is. calls Valentine's Day Hallmark Day. It is, <laughs> but it is, isn't it? It is. It really is. And I said to him the other day, I said, you know what? I, I, we, we've never really celebrated Valentine's Day to be honest. Um, but I said it, it's not what you do one day a year. It's no. those tiny little things that you do for me during the day yes. to make my world easier. That yes. makes your you can be my Valentine forever. Yeah, and that's what it should be about. Yeah, yep. that's what relationships are about. Really caring about each other. Yes. Yeah. Knowing what someone likes and the yep. little things. I was on a walk the other morning and I was going past uh, um, a coffee shop and said I, I don't drink coffee my husband does so I said I'll, I'll stop and pick you up on the way back and they were closed I was devastated oh, no, they no. weren't open yet like what's with that yeah and um but he was so touched that I thought about Just him thought about and it. I and I was prepared to do that and pick it up and walk it back and I just it I could feel that there was a moment of you know one of those what 
others might call a Valentine's Day moment. It was a moment that was just so, we were so together and yep. deep appreciation. Yeah. So as I you said, 365 days of the year, none of this one day a year in my life. Yeah, <laughs> good deeds every day, kindness every day. Sparklet everywhere. Yeah. It's free, flowers kindness is free. <laughs> and flowers are beautiful, aren't they? In fact, you know, they do, it, flowers for men and for women, they, they, they're life. Yes. Um, coming into the home. Yeah. There is something. I saw some research this morning, literally just this morning, about plants and live things in the house really making such a big difference. Mm, big believer of that. Mm. Mm. All right, let's have some music. Let's go for Missy Higgins and Going North. Uh, sorry, Going North. Here you go. You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. That would be us. Where do all the good people go? We're right here in the Triple H studio and we are promoting uh, the good people who have um, big love in their hearts and who want to share it. So we've got to, we've got to be louder because otherwise the, the people who are louder are the ones who want to make us think negatively. So be the change and live the change you want to see in the world. Now, um, Jodie and Emma are with me in the studio. Hello, girls. Hello. We're in our last little segment. Gosh, it's gone fast today. Um, it would be great while I have both of you and you have such a wealth of experience to really touch on kids in the digital age. What, uh, what, it's not just social media, it's gaming. You know, what effect is that having on family relationships? A lot of disconnection, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. Um, and isolation. Mm. Um, so, you know, when we're talking about digital media now, really, what the research is showing a lot. A lot of parents will ask me, how much time should my child spend on, you know, digital media because they're, you know, struggling with really managing getting children even to go to bed mm-hmm. and getting a good night's sleep and not taking their devices to bed. Yeah. Um, so, and and I guess digital media is also used for lots of different things. And so th- this is what the research is showing now. There used to sort of be guidelines around for teenagers. I think it was about two hours a day. But what, what they've done now is um, they've sort of canned that idea and they talk now or what the research is showing is it's more about what are the uses of the social, mm. what, of, of the digital media. Yes. Um, because, you know, kids are doing their homework on their their um their device. laptops yes and all of those sorts of things so it's more about but you know i've got it's especially young boys and gaming um is is a huge thing um you know i I've, i really do have kids that i'm seeing their parents they're pulling their hair out um with these young boys and they're gaming um yeah. throughout the night up you know, logging into because they're connected um, at a global level with some of these these games, um, they're up with their, you know, international friends at three in the morning mm-hmm. because they're all working on a quest together or mm-hmm. whatever it is that their, yeah. their game of preference is. Um, but even even in my house, you know, my my young teen, she walks around. She's watching movies and things on her phone, which is not a problem, but the dinner table in my car no that's not okay that's it <laughs> we have to, to have limits. moments of connection don't we yeah where it's put away and, and those rules and boundaries and mm. yeah um I, i've noticed that when they want i've got teens in my house who really enjoy the connection they get with their mates so where i'd have gone to the park they're going online and they miss the connection they have with their friends who they might not be local to. Um, 
and they they really want to interact and very often they'll plan to go to the park from that that, that group yeah, chat absolutely and you know i think you know in my day i was on the phone yeah and my mum yep. you know would have to limit yeah. the time on the phone yeah so some of it is it it is just an evolution in the way we are communicating yes um but some of it is yeah they, well addiction. they talk now about addiction yeah, yeah they do yeah, yeah. No um and and that's what's happening with with some young people and you know just having having i guess teaching young people to use these devices as a tool which is what they are as opposed to um you know a need yeah, yeah a need a or need. a substitute yeah 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 something to do when you're bored yeah, yeah. it's important yeah. to feel bored the yes. most creative moments come out of boredom. Yeah. Um, and so... When They're not good at being bored, teenagers, are no, they? That's no. really something. They're not actually programmed to do it because school life is is scheduled. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, before and after school care, scheduled. You know, parents who are working schedule their kids' lives so that they're occupied. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay to have downtime and... Yeah, you know, just just sit without your phone. Be somewhere and just sit without your phone. Don't use it to disconnect. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many people and teens do that. You know, I'm a little bit socially uncomfortable here, so I'll get my phone out. Just sit with that and be socially unacceptable. You never know who you're going to meet. I, and you can't meet that, them if you're in your phone. No, absolutely. I I did just did a trip to the UK and my phone wasn't working while I was over there. And I did have a phone, but to be honest, it was useless. <laughs> so I was just off it and I loved it. Oh, it was the same. I um, went on yeah. a cruise. Yeah. 14 days. Wow. No emails. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You sit chatting to people no on the posts. train or, or sitting next to you. Well, what, I've never been on a cruise, so you might have to describe that to us. But it, it's about connection, isn't it? You re, you look in each other's eyes again. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that that was a basic and a normal. But when you're permanently looking down, I remember pointing out that in Chatswood, which is where I did most of the youth work um, in the past few months, they have... Um, don't be distracted on the pavement before you go into the road. So you don't just mm. walk out into the yeah. road. Yeah. I mean, how, we know so many stories of people doing that and actually not great outcomes. Yeah. But uh, I just found it hysterical mm. that, that, that that was there. And in Japan, I've done the show on this earlier, they have got a lane for people who are texting and on their oh, phone. Oh, really? wow. Yes, oh, a dedicated wow. lane on the path, on the footpath. And, you know, you have to go in it if you're going to be looking down. Funny. Only in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Normally it's only in America. But yeah, and then I think some, uh, some uh, Australian countries did it on, on April Fool's Day they had, just to kind of wind us all up. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, because they are looking for connection. Mm. And actually... I've found that as hard as it is initially to cut them off from that supply, that when they are cut off and they rediscover the connection that they can have with their families and in real life, they actually um, are given enough space to detach from it and they can observe how they are when they're in it a little bit better. So, you know... um, the consequences sometimes of overusing your social media can be, okay, you have a day without it. and But you need to plan things in that day to give them uh, an example of life without it, not then 
go off and do your own stuff on your own social media as a parent or your own work. Yeah. You actually have to, you know, put some time in mm. to yeah. getting back to what that family life might yeah, or could be with like. Your kids. Connect with your Absolutely. partner. Yeah. Yep. Go Definitely. for a walk and yes. take the dog for a walk. Take yes. someone else's dog for a walk. Mm. Um, go and volunteer somewhere. Yeah. You know, but be out outside in the community doing things or in your house doing things, have chores, have jobs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, to a couple of community service announcements and then we'll come back and just do a wrap-up of where we can find Youth Flicks yep. that Jodie will be running. Yes. Emma's little brainchild. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then we'll also talk about... Um, where we might see you coming up because I know you've got some seminars and some programs coming up. Yep. We need to let our young people and our, our listeners know about that. And I'm going to give you a, a short rundown on International Women's Day that uh, Stay in the Loop with Lucy is one of the sponsors of. So um, a couple of community service announcements. You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay in the Loop with Lucy. Indeed, Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay in the Loop with Lucy. Those Show Us Your Motor Boys were amazing around International Men's Day, uh, doing the whole tough thing, but actually showing what tender, delicate men, sensitive men they are underneath that, um, all that exterior with their bikes and their cars. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous men. And so, um, yes, they'll be involved in International Men's Day again at the end of the year. Uh, I might just uh, I might just talk a little bit about International Women's Day and then we're going to say how um, you're going to, you'll be able to find out what will seed and what they're going to do later in the year, actually in a month or so. Um, but what will seed will be, I'm hoping, at International Women's Day, so you'll be able to come and see them there. On the 8th of March, uh, we're going to have it in between the two buildings or outside Westfield. Uh, there'll be lots of stalls. We're going to have some experiential stalls. So you can come for many massages, healing, facials. We're going to have some people doing nails. Um, I'm, I'm working on them having one nail that we have with a heart facing in. So we're reminded to self-love in order to love others. You've got to love yourself before you um, try and offer that to another. So that's going to be our nail bar. We're going to see if we can afford to have someone come and do henna hands. We are going to have um, some, uh, we're going to have a florist there who makes fairy crowns. Um, she does a lot of weddings. She does a lot of kids' parties. We're going to have um, someone who does wedding ceremonies. We can have financial people who can guide us on um, how to support our finances, mortgages. Um, the Hornsby Business community are supporting us. Uh, we've got some uh, members of the Kuringai uh, business group as well. Oh, just so, so many people. Um, we, we're looking for a stylist and we've got some nutrition, Weight Watchers, lots of stuff that I hope will give a whole... Um, a whole package of how to nurture yourself and how to look after yourself and how to celebrate the amazing woman that you are before you do anything in your life, whether you are a mother, um, whether you're working, whether you're a wife, a partner, any of those things, you're a woman first and it's just celebrating that. So we've got um, giveaway bags for the first 150 people who come through our um through the, the project. Um, we've also got um, 
we're going to have Fernwood, I believe, who are going to run some classes. Um, it's just going to be a fun day. Heaps of balloons, as far as I'm concerned, because I love my balloons. <laughs> um, it's going to be colourful, and I just really hope that you come and join us there. So um, that's on the 8th of March in Hornsby from 10 till 2 p.m. And um, it's a it's a joint Hornsby Curing Guy uh, um, event rather than just Hornsby. So come on, represent the whole of the uh, Triple H footprint. And Triple H will be there. I'll be there doing a whole load of interviews as well. And we'll have some of the other presenters also doing some presenting. So I really hope you can be there. Now, um, Jody, you have a program coming up later in the month, no, in March, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so it's actually a seminar. It's called Mindful Parenting. So basically I want to give uh, parents a little bit more tools and um, skills to, you know, really create, uh, really connect with their children and how they can role model the balance between looking after yourself, looking after others media digital media all of that stuff um yeah so that will be happening i'm pretty sure it's the 21st of march but really if you want to stay in touch with uh what's happening at our center you really just need to like the facebook page everything goes up in there well in advance so you'll get you'll get all the info through there but i'm um, yeah i'm really excited to be um delivering that because it's something that's really important with me i have a six-year-old and a four-year-old myself um and just giving them the time to connect with them not only makes me a happier better more loving person it the, just seeing how they blossom from that as well um and and seeing them find the balance in their lives already and they're only so little so that gives me hope that they'll be okay um when they're older because mental health is extremely important in my house so, yeah yeah fabulous and uh emma where can we find you obviously obviously tied um to wattle he wattle seed healing yeah you can find me in office number two <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so i'm based at the center and um i you know see parents and kids uh if you want an appointment to come see me but i'm i'm actually running a seminar later in the year on um parenting in um in this kind of modern age um that'll be sort of june july area so we we're running seminars this year it's one of our new initiatives um tuesdays every second month great yes one tuesday uh so we've got a few different things happening there but yeah like our facebook page um you can yeah check out our website come and see us at our stall international women's day yeah fabulous we will have you back on the show um, and we'll we'll cover some of the things maybe later in the year, June, July. Maybe we could we could have another show and we could uh, find a topic because I think parenting maybe a show on parenting, mm-hmm. you know, and just break it down into four of the top things that would support parents. Yeah. Can I say the top one thing that supports a parent is to know that you are a woman or a man first. And you are enough. And you are enough. Yeah. And, and you don't have to be no, perfect. No. You don't have to do it all. Man, honestly, yeah. really, you, you know, you we think that we have to stop. We have to protect our children from everything. Mm. And that's an incredible pressure. So there we go. We know what show we're doing. Yeah, we've perfect. just got to find the date. Tune in, Done. Listeners. We'll be here. Yeah. Maybe not in our onesies. Yeah, though. next time we'll come. Do you think we've taken them off by then and put something I, I else hope on? So. Really? Because so, yeah, we, otherwise we'll be washing them every night for also, a long time. It'll be winter by then, so yes. we do need to be a little bit self-nurturing and make sure that we're a little bit careful about how we look after ourselves. All right. So top four tips. Um, the next show will be about parenting, and that will be coming up uh, in the winter months in June or July, just to give you a bit of warmth and something to look forward. You there. 
Yep. Perfect. Thank you both very much for being part of the show Thanks today. Thanks for having Thank us. So We're much. going over to Hornsby Westfield yeah. now. Yes. If you've been Such listening to the show, <laughs> come and say hello. Go and say hello. Yes. Got some cards to hand out. That's yes. right. Yeah. Youth Flicks. Perfect. Tell them that you um, heard their interview on Triple H and stay in the loop with Lucy. And um, yes, make sure that you come back and, uh, and listen again. That would be awesome. So uh, what have we got for next week's show? Let me tell you. Um, next week's show, we're going to be talking about body image, which actually goes very well after this. Um, we're going to have David Siter and Anne Kenyon. David Siter is a local psychologist. And Anne Kenyon, um, Anne Kenyon runs programs for... Uh, young girls about how they see themselves and she actually works with them about uh, looking at what they can do and how they can um, with makeup she works for a company called Arbon uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing more about how that works and the programs she runs with young women now remember regardless of what has or is happening to you in your life you are and will always be you and you are amazing. The key is to reconnect with that space and learn to build a relationship with your body so you can recognize when your body is trying to tell you something is not quite right and seek support with the appropriate support service, be that mental or physical health. And I feel today our show has really underlined that, the importance of being sensitive, being vulnerable, um, you know, uh, just allowing yourself to, to know that you're safe and uh, trust. Look for support in the community because it is there. The podcast for today's show will be available through the Stay in the Loop with Lucy website and on SoundCloud at the end of today. And if you want to get updates, then please remember to like the Stay in the Loop with Lucy Fed face page um, and link to all of those spaces are available from the Triple H program page. Next week's show, as I said, Healthy Body Image with David Seiter and Anne Kenyon. Until next week's show, please remember to take a moment to look after you, to connect with the amazing people in our community. Be kind, be caring, be loved, be all of you. You've been listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM.